Hello and welcome to another episode of the Forever Fast Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Jammin. Thanks for tuning in. And you can listen to audio versions on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And be sure to like up these videos and subscribe for more. Alright, so in today's episode I want to talk about some plot holes in The Fate of the Furious that I found. And uh, I consider them pretty major plot holes, but I want to hear from you because I could be missing something. I've seen the film numerous times, but there were just some things that didn't add up. We needed more like context, more scenes. So uh, definitely let me know in the comments below what you think. And now on to the first segment. Alright, so the New York Alley location with the limited camera access that Dom used, he pretended there was something wrong with his car, pulled into the alley, and then uh, his friend from Cuba showed up and was in a delivery van and helped block the visual access. And the racer and the meeting with Queenie I'll get to in the next couple segments. But for now, now I'm not ruling out Dom's never been to New York because we just don't know that. There's a lot of years of stuff we haven't seen. So that location is very specific because that's where he has the meeting with Queenie. Not in the alley, but in the, you know, restaurant or bar nearby. So I'm wondering, how did Dom know about that location and its limited access? Because you figure it's in an alley, so that kind of makes sense. But today with, you know, the cameras all over in that, that spot, and then, you know, having his buddy block part of the access it's just, it's so specific. Yeah, we don't know, as Dom, does he just know about this spot? Because that's where the meeting was. So it wasn't random, like he just pulled into some alley and then having his buddies show up. So let me know what you think in the comments below. Because I think we can all agree, I mean, maybe Dom's been to New York before. And for whatever reason, maybe he's like, hey, if I'm ever here and I'm in a jam, I could pull into this spot, but you know, over time though, there are just more and more cameras, so it's hard to monitor, you know, things like that. But let me know what you think. Okay, so speaking of the racer from Cuba, so Dom had to meet with him, you know, pretty soon after his encounter with Cypher for the first time. She said, oh Dom, I wouldn't tell anybody about this. So he had to meet him in person, he probably didn't call him, but it just seems like that's either a slip up on Cypher's part, or it is just a plot hole that was never addressed. Because he had to say, you know, I need your help, I may need your help, and keep your distance, maybe follow me around. But it also seems like he could have used him more throughout the movie, rather than just that one scene in, in New York. But uh, what do you think? Did Cypher slip up? Because maybe Dom had just a small window and he knew he couldn't tell Letty because Letty would tell the rest of the crew and then eventually maybe Cypher would catch on somehow. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in Cuba. He had to get a hold of him somehow. So if it was face to face and he had that window, wasn't being tracked, Cypher messed up. So uh, let me know what you think in the comments below. 
and next segment we'll talk about the meeting with Queenie. So just like the racer from Cuba, Dom at some point had to get a hold of Queenie Shaw. And the reason this is a major plot hole is because what was his window? When did he know that he's going to New York? And that spot that I mentioned in the first segments. And if she's overseas, has to fly in. How did he get a hold of her? Because he couldn't meet her face to face like in Cuba with the racer. So Dom has these small windows. But you know it's too risky because he figures he's being tracked the entire time. Because it seems like Cypher was ahead of the game. The way she first lured him in, you know, pretending she had, you know, car problems. Which later on, he used that technique as well in New York. But Dom, he'd have to arrange the meeting spot. And then he didn't know where in New York he was going to be necessarily. So that spot specifically, that bar or restaurant they met in, he had to be near that alley. And then his buddy from Cuba had to show up, and it's just too convenient. When you watch it, you know, I mean, only recently, the recent viewing, I picked up on this stuff. Because I was like, wait a second. Because it's only after Cypher first encountered Dom, that's when he arranged these meetings, you know. Like, hey, I need to meet you in New York. And it just seems like everything's too convenient. And also, it's like, wait... Wouldn't Cypher be tracking? But Cypher has slipped up. And she's lost a few times now. But having eyes and ears on everything, you know, especially when you're not dealing with a lot of people, it seems rather easy. So let me know what you think in the comments below. And again, if I missed anything, or Dom got lucky, he's like, you know, I may have this small window, and I'll just let these people know. Because maybe Cypher, Dom figured that she wasn't aware of Queenie Shaw or the racer from Cuba. It was if he told anyone on his team, especially Letty. So maybe that was, you know, but that's also lucky. Because you figure you're going to monitor his every move. Just like she did in Cuba. She's like, she knows where he gets his coffee in the morning and, you know, groceries and stuff. The path that he takes home. But, yeah, let me know what you think in the comments. So this next one, it's not really a plot hole per se, just more of a side note. So Ramsey and Tej, when they're going through the phone numbers that Dom's been calling, it seems like they could have pulled up the racer from Cuba, you know, on a screen, and then Letty's like, hey, that's the guy from Cuba. It's like, why would he be calling him? If he called them or probably just met him face to face. Now with Queenie, I can understand like her number would have been protected. But with Ramsey and Tej, it seems like they could have gotten through that. They say it's above our pay grade in that, the people that he's been talking to. But still, I mean, numbers, like, it's just something they could have taken care of. Especially having two of them, it's kind of a waste, and they're like, there's nothing we can do. These numbers are blocked. Or they're protected. But, uh, let me know what you think in the comments below. Okay, so last I want to talk about Dom's necklace. And now I like the way that it was used. It was very, very clever. Made it into a tracking device. But you figure when Dom got on board, they would have scanned him. 
you know, checked them for weapons and that, just to make sure. And you figure that his necklace would have given off some sort of a signal, unless he found a way to block it, even temporarily. But you just figure Cypher would have said, you know, when he's hanging it up, like, no, no, no. Or had one of her people scan it, just to make sure. But at the same time, I mean, it's a great twist in the movie. Like, how did you find me, Decker? And he holds it up. It's like, resourceful. And because when Dom is in Cuba at his place, you know, you see him working on something with the necklace, but we're not really sure what. So when you watch it, you just don't pick up on anything. It's like, maybe he's repairing something. But uh, let me know what you think in the comments below. Thank you very much for watching this episode. And I will see you next time. Ride or die.